The face of Latina professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Hello, everyone. This is the Face of Latina Professional. I'm Paola Meinzer, your host, and I would like to welcome our Consul General of Argentina, Mrs. Beatriz Vivas. Hello, Beatriz. How are you? Hi, Paola. Thank you for inviting me. Hi, everybody. It's such an honor to have you with us. Thank you so much for taking your time to come in and meet with us and share about your country, about yourself. Um, I am very, very excited, and I know that our audience is going to really enjoy you, um, our conversation today. So I want to start real quick just to share a little bit of your background, if it's okay. So uh, Mrs. Viva is, Mrs. Vivas is a lawyer and a senior career diplomat. She has been the Consul General of Argentina in Chicago since 2018. The consular office is in charge of providing consular services to the Argentinian community in the Midwest and promote tourism and business between Argentina and the Midwest. So it is a double pleasure to me to meet with you because I think that I share with you that I had the opportunity to live in Argentina and it was one of the most beautiful years uh, of my life. So for me, once again, it's it's a, a personal level. It's also incredible to have you here. So thank you again. You're so kind. Thank you. Um, a little more about yourself. I read that you are a professional. Your professional career has been developed in commercial and cultural diplomacy. You had been a consul in La Paz, Bolivia, and in Vienna, Australia. Is that is that correct? Yes, that's it. Vienna, Austria. Yes. And that experience had told you collaborations between uh, Argentinian residents and your surrounding friends around the country, which is, you say, that is, um, is essential for the efficient work and the strength of the bridges between communities, correct? That's right. Tell me a little more about your experiences living in other countries, such well, as um, Bolivia and such as Australia. Which is what a difference I can take <laughs> from <laughs> South America all the way to the other part of the world. Yes, thank you. Well, as I told you, I think that uh, we were talking before starting about how important is just the feeling of living in different countries and how important immigration, how how important are the 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 contributions that immigrants make to in their society in their society so yes as a career diplomat i lived extensively in austria in uh, france in um, bolivia in uruguay and in greece and um I think that every country is very different and coming here to the US, I found that it's also very different from the countries I had known previously. And uh, every country puts the, put the stress in different kind of things. For example, in America, I realized that businesses are very important and also the contribution and where are you coming from and how is your business um, trajectory. So there I found that it was very interesting how welcoming these countries from one side and also on the other side in this city where I'm living right now, Chicago, how, how we could contribute to make 
known better the Latino professionals and how we are in South America, the cultural differences that we have among us and also the, the things that we have in common, which of course are much greater than those differences. But still, getting to know the difference makes you more open-minded, helps you to make different kind of business relations, personal relations. So that's, um, that's very rich. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. You, like you said, we were having the conversation about um, sharing about our backgrounds and getting together with different cultures make us definitely grow even more and more open to learning, actually just to collaborate even and understanding each other's difference, but also collaborating and, and grow together. So that's one of the reasons that I love to have this opportunity to have women like yourself sitting over here and sharing with us about your backgrounds and also your culture in, in general. Um, you already shared a little bit about how your life has been here in Chicago. So it's been already since 2018, so many years. So right now, how do you feel like when you came, when you just arrived to right now already having the opportunity to live for so many years, five years already, right? Yes, that's it. Well, I, I thought at the beginning that, for example, Argentina was very well known and I realized that there was work to be done also there. We are uh, the third largest economy in Latin America and the bigger, the eighth larger country in the world. So, and we are one of the leading countries in food processing and with a strong labor force. So I thought that that was very well known, but in fact, maybe it wasn't that well known. So part of my job is to uh, to promote Argentina as a tourist destination, but also to people get to know how many American companies are working in Argentina and how many Argentine things are in your everyday food that you maybe don't realize. So there are shrimps from Argentina. We have a great, a huge uh, territory um, land. We have a beautiful uh, 53% of our land is arable land. And also we have a big ocean um, that belongs to our marine platform. So there are plenty of food and uh, that, that comes from Argentina, grains and, uh, and seeds and a lot of collaboration with uh, researchers and also universities from the Midwest and Argentina. Wonderful. Thank you. So um, speaking about the landscape, mm -hmm. so most of the people know or have heard about Patagonia, which is, yes. of course, very, very well known. Um, let me or, or share with us as well other places, other um, tourist places that are as well popular, but not as popular as, like you said, as you, you would believe. Like I had, I had the opportunity to, to live in Mar del Plata, mm -hmm. um, but everybody kept telling me about Bariloche, um, which is, is one of the most amazing places, I guess, in Argentina as well. So share with us a little bit. If somebody would say, I want to go to Argentina, what will be the destinations? I know that you will be biased. I haven't sure. asked you <laughs> what part of Argentina you are, but but just keeping that in perspective, um, what are the most known um, tourist places in and Argentina? Now, I think that now that I also know more the Midwest uh, mindset, I, uh, well, of course, I understand why the Patagonia is the land of dreams because it's a, uh, 
very few people, so it still looks like a discovery land. And there are different kinds of going there. I've known people going biking, uh, motorcycle, and um, you can see Bariloche, of course, is so beautiful. Great green mountains, seven lakes that you see from the top of the mountain, beautiful slopes for skiing, for adventure, for hiking. And the weather in Argentina, honestly, is great. It's always, it's very sunny and um, sweet uh, showers and rains. And and uh, so it's a really beautiful and green country. We have a desert land also. Um, we have uh, the ocean with all the sports uh, related to the ocean, skydiving, And also we have a Napa kind of, Napa Valley kind of uh, area, which is Mendoza, San Juan, San Luis, and also the northwestern part, which is um, Salta, Jujuy, where people even do like um, walk trails, like in uh, El Camino de Santiago. But in the Argentine, there are also uh, walk tra trails through vineyards and uh, there are mountains. So, and some people who cannot do the, those exotic tours, for example, they, they can do it on on um, on Jeep. Or there are a lot of uh, boutique hotels, so it's really very uh, custom made. And also on the northeast, you can see the Iguazu Falls, um, that they are the, the border between Argentina and Brazil. Mm -hmm. And there, you, there are not only a natural landscape and the national parks are really amazing, uh, but there are also plenty of activities that you can do on boats and um, and also as a sports. Uh, so, yes, and also, of course, you have cities with a lot of history, like Córdoba, which used to be, at the beginning, it used to be, it's, it's a, a land where there were the mules trade during uh, the 19th century, and now there are great universities and lakes and, um, and hills. And uh, there is also a, a destination for yoga and meditation because it's one of the places in the planet where the energy is like concentrated and people can feel a different kind of healing forces. And also big cities like Buenos Aires, the capital city, which, which uh, we absolutely uh, love. Yes, it's very international, uh, beautiful museums, art museums, Latin American museums, and also European museums, uh, because our founding fathers were mostly looking to Europe, since we were like the whole America, we are a young continent. And um, and you can also you can see uh, we are we like very much sports. Of course, soccer. Is, I know. Uh, I, yes. I think that most of the recent people also know about Argentina. It's of course yes, yes. Of course, the you know soccer and, and the team because it's been like forever since they had been always dominating that you know that yeah. that field right. And there's a lot of a lot of great soccer players that are going to go in history. Maradona one of them of course yes. I mean anybody that knows about soccer knows Maradona for sure <laughs> Maradona Messi and they Messi know also well, the polo players the polo team is also very well known and there are many 
polo trainers and players here in US also. Yes, sports is a big thing, but I think that is a little bit everywhere. <laughs> We all like sports. Yes, and uh, I forgot to ask you, so what part of Argentina are you from? I am from Córdoba, from, from the Cordoba. middle of the country. So Cordobesa. Cordobesa. That's how, how, mm -hmm. how did you, you know, recall yes. people from there, right? So um, it, very interesting. So thank you so much for, for kind of Uh, painting for us, you know, the landscape, a beautiful country. Um, let's talk about a little bit about food. And the reason that I'm asking this is because you mentioned earlier that you are close to Brazil. Brazil is known for the steaks and, and for the... Uh, Feijoadas. Yes. yes. So, but Argentina, it actually, aren't you one of the biggest exporters of meat as well? Yes, and we export here only grass-fed meat. So there are no hormones, no additives, and it's a very a premium kind of, uh, uh, of beef. So, and we do export here in the Midwest, and it's open. Uh, you can have the Argentine meat. And um, food is really good. We like it. We have a very Spanish and Italian tradition. So uh, it's not only meat, but also fish that we consume a lot. And there are plenty of... Um, chefs and uh, influencers that they 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 try new tastes because Argentina is a country with a lot of immigration and Latin American immigration recently so there are plenty of uh, food fusion restaurants small restaurants and even restaurants uh, that they open in like old houses like townhouses and you can uh, you can have a meal with only 10 other tables and enjoy uh, homemade food with with one touch of sophistication because it's a, a sophisticated city any city where you have a lot of immigration turns out to be a very sophisticated community uh, so the food is sophisticated yeah definitely and how about the wines we can add those wines <laughs> I yes. mentioned that the Malbecs are one of my favorites, but I just overhear that um, Tempranillos as well. And there's, tell us a little bit about that, because believe me or not, we have a huge audience that love their wines. So we actually have a whole uh, series just for those um, love uh, wine lovers. So tell well, us a little bit about I would wine. love uh, to host even a wine, Argentine wine degustation because, well, Malbec is, is really a strong uh, player since uh, the quality is extremely high and the price is very reasonable. It's a, it's a wine with different kind of uh, depths And uh, with the fruits, you can feel the fruits and also the 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 wooden where it has been stuck at the uh, last uh, moment of its um, uh, cultivation produce. Mm -hmm. And um, we are also have wines that were originally from Europe. Those are the oldest um, varietals. Yeah. And now we have new kind of wines, altitude wines, um, since the climate is changing, also is changing also uh, the different altitude of the wines. And that gives you a wine with more uh, fruit flavors and more fresh and ideal to, to go with, um, 
with with the fish and with lighter food the way that uh, vegetarians or vegan people would would like to prefer so yes it's one of the biggest wine producers and yeah. we import a lot of wine in argentina so we are in the main companies and chains you will find argentine wines excellent so that's music to my ears <laughs> and i am so glad that we're recording this because i'm going to take you on that offer <laughs> yes that we're going to one day have to host a wine tasting from Argentina. We have, I, or I have the opportunity and the pleasure that I talk to um, the ambassador, the Chilean uh, ambassador, Mrs. Eileen, and um, we were talking about a little bit about wines as well. So we definitely need to do some sort of South American yes, wine competition yes. also. Yes. <laughs> Very okay. glad. Um, tell us a little bit about something that is very unique to Argentinians. So just to kind of share with, with the audience, let's talk about um, the mate, because Argentinians are well known as well for their mates. Will you explain to our audience what is a mate? Yes, it's like a green tea and um, it's uh, quite energetic and uh, you can take it sweet or not. Normally it's better no sweet. And uh, it's um, it's something that we enjoy like uh, on regular hours and it keeps us to be very aware and also it's uh, it tastes uh, at the beginning maybe you have to get used because it's a very yes it's a very particular um, it's a little bitter the, the exactly, first the first, yes. the first part of the, the it, the, yes, yeah. it yeah. might it, it may seem a little bit bitter. So at the beginning, maybe your first reaction is not exactly that you are going to like it, but little by little you will start loving it because it's a uh, the fact that it's not sweet makes you um, enjoy it on the long term. So you can spend the whole day having mate and throughout uh, the day. Yes, and it's uh, like a social habit now, not so much because of COVID. Yeah, but it's still. Uh, when you are with a mate, you tend to have more um, willingness to talk to your, your friends. friends and yeah. So it's like social. Also. I, I, I actually was going to mention that because if I, you know, if I remember well, uh, that was one of the settings you will go to visit somebody and the first thing they were offering you would be a mate. Like if you will be in Colombia, I'm from Colombia you would have a coffee. So you will meet in the afternoon to drink coffee. In Argentina, you get together to drink mate. So very cultural as well. Yes. So beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that as well. Let's move right now a little bit about um, your journey as a professional. Mm -hmm. So we know that you, you know, you're in, in diplomacy. What, um, what did make you get into that, the field? Is there something that you always wanted to be, that career that you wanted to follow? to be in a diplomat or there was something and, and things changed and you end then or tell us a little bit about that story how do you end up being at a council sure. of, of Argentina I, I went to the law school at the beginning I started practicing law but after some time I realized that there were some issues where I was interested that it needed to be addressed in a more globally way so I joined the foreign service and that means that you that you have to apply to be uh, in the diplomatic academy. And then I was sent to different countries where I had the opportunity to, to, to be involved 
in uh, in matters of uh, global crime and and also so it was a, a very interesting journey as because in when you join diplomacy you you can have like many lives in just one you you are not practicing the same kind of business all all many years but maybe you can be in charge for example like, like I am right now uh, of the consular affairs from the Argentine community here in the Midwest or some years previous I was in charge of cultural development of relations with for example many countries or you can be involved in the United Nations debates and resolutions so it's kind of have like many different kind of lives but in with the same employer sort of saying so you you can have the feeling that it's um it's a way to to be in contact with the most important current affairs and there is something that you can do to make some issues advance great so with that being said um i heard also this is said this career is most male dominated So mm. would you mind to share some of those challenges? I had that conversation with the Ambassador Eileen as well. So what are the challenges do you have experienced maybe when you started and maybe throughout these years they have changed and it's easier? Just walk us a little bit, walk us through a little bit. Yes, I think something I have changed and I have changed myself because when I joined the foreign diplomacy, uh, there was only like a non-written law that only 10% of women of each uh, um, admission would be women. But at the moment, I didn't feel that that was discrimination because the idea is like people, they grew older also. Now, the, yeah. after th there was that idea that there was not really a reasonable reason to, to have that uh, specific quota. So now it's uh, more equal. The, but but it was um, it was it's of course it's a predominantly male business and women are like the newcomers but they are coming like at a steady uh, fast so I think that now we are almost like 40% of the force Come and on. there are some issues where our point of view is uh, really meaningful and sometimes different. So I think that somehow um, in the last 30, 25 years, yes, the service has changed, has changed. and there, are, there is also a legal framework uh, in Argentina so that can allow women to be more active in, in different kind of services. Okay. Um, just... For the purpose of getting our general communities here in Chicago, for instance, what um, what kind of events or what kind of festivities do you celebrate throughout the year? Is there any events that you put together for the, for the Argentinian community or anything like that that our audience should be aware of? Well, we do have always a Malbec Day where we celebrate this specific varietal of wine. And there is also the beef day when we celebrate the the grass-fed and free of hormones and additives uh, Argentine beef. There is also our national day, which is on May 25th this year. And for example, we are going to celebrate with a famous cartoonist called Liniers uh, at Northwestern University. Uh, everybody 
very welcome. Wonderful. And what, are, what dates are those different activities happening? This, the, the the, well, May 25 is going to be the National Day celebration. And the oh. other days are then in different moments of the year. So how can how can the communities know about these activities visiting your website or how, how people can learn more about visiting or attending? Well, we have a newsletter. We also have a Facebook called Consulado de Argentina in Chicago. And we also have a official webpage from the consulate. And we put all the cultural. We have a great scientists or artists or singers um, performing in different places here in Chicago. So we, we, we put all that information in our webpage. Excellent, because I'm pretty sure that Argentina now, with all of the things that you have shared, has become a, a to-go place, a destination uh, for many of our audience. And now they can experience as well, at least a taste of Argentina here in Chicago. Um, before we go, I normally ask our audience um, or our audience would like to maybe know or hear any advice that you would like to give maybe a woman that want to follow your footsteps and get into your career, or just in general, what is the best advice that anybody have given you that have helped you throughout your life? Hmm. I don't know that if I would give any advice. I think that mm-hmm. I, I think that life is really very rich and you have to take many decisions and those decisions are ending up the one who you are. So, yes, I do like diplomacy because you get to know extensively different kind different cultures and you can address it's like a you can address issues in a very different way because you can see other perspectives so i think it's a very very rich career path if you go to diplomacy okay so thank you so much uh, consul beatriz vivas for for spending time with us it's been such a pleasure as i told you it just brings so many great memories and um i'm pretty sure that our audience are going to be um learning and and hopefully pursuing more opportunities to connect with with the community of your argentinian community and with that being said uh, thank you so much for the audience for listening to us and we're here um just presenting different Uh, cultures and, and different opportunities to connect as well between um, countries. So thank you so much for always listening to us and just follow us on social media, like our uh, podcast. And with that, blessings and uh, until the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>